life it used to be incomplete Till I saw what I was looking for at a drive-in swap meet Welcome back to We're All Yankovic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's the first time we've had a guest and they haven't joined in. I know, right? Room. I didn't know if I hey, had a guest. No, no, that's okay. Uh, that's great. That's okay. <laughs> That's Why? usually our our excuse to introduce somebody. Oh, yeah. it's like, hey, there's sound. That voice you hear is, yeah. is our uh, good friend, Alan. Alan. Hello. Yeah. Um, if you've ever listened to Flash Diaries, which is the my old podcast, Alan uh, would drop by once in a while because okay. he likes Flash and DC. Uh, but other than that, he's also an improviser with us, yep. and uh, he likes Weird Al. I so. am a Weird Al fan. He's an awesome yeah. person. Uh, this the the song this is off of. I purchased this album when it came out, so I was yeah. Which I means he's cool. old. Too. Yeah, That's I did right too. I am. <laughs> That's right, I am. As I well as this did. song is. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess I was thinking about the next song the two of us are gonna the three of us are gonna do together. That's even older. That is even. But older, this yeah. is from yes. even worse because yep. this is Velvet Elvis. And yes. We might as well say that. Da, da, da. Uh, this was released in 1988. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could have, you know, my wife could have bought this, but she would have been one at the time. Right. So, wow, I mean, Charlie. Wow. Rob. Wow, robbing that cradle. Rob it. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. I bought this in the record store. I didn't drive yeah. myself there, but. <laughs> But you could have. No. no, no, I no, couldn't know. Me neither. Yeah, maybe I in was, Europe somewhere. I don't I know. I was ten. Yeah, I couldn't have. There yeah, I was eleven. I've never yeah, seen yeah. these. Look at this. We're tipping our hands. I know. Yeah, the, yeah, we yeah. are. All right. Yeah. So anyway, yes, Velvet Elvis. Off yep. of even worse. Even worse. It was uh, recorded in just on December first, nineteen eighty-seven. Just because okay. we like Very to say cool. that. Yeah. yeah. And this is a style parody, if you didn't realize, of the police. Yeah. So at the time, I don't know about you, but uh-huh. no, I didn't realize this was a style parody of the police because I yep. wasn't as familiar with the songs that are parodied in this song. Yeah. By yeah, the yeah. police. Yeah. I, I was. knew every <laughs> breath you take. Yeah. Yep. I even knew. Um, wrapped around your finger. Uh-huh. This song does not parody those two songs. No, not really. It is much closer to "Don't Stand So Close to Me." The yep. the, the opening is clearly yep. that. Yep. Um, it, it every little thing she does is magic yep. is in there, as well as synchronicity, synchronicity two. two. Yep. Yes, yep. Uh, very not, much that. Not the first synchronicity. <laughs> yes. Definitely synchronicity. I think you got a good mix there. That's yeah. yeah. And there's yeah. also a guitar riff that sort of sounds like "Driven to Tears." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, that too. So yeah, so 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 police. Uh, I I definitely don't think I would have realized what it was, but I think that's because I didn't really comprehend the style parodies yet. Okay. You know, I was still a little, mm, young a little young for trying to figure that out. Uh, I I barely knew what the actual parodies were if they <laughs> weren't like the big pop one. I mean, yeah. like I I can't tell you how long it, it was before I realized. I lost on Jeopardy is actually a direct, a parody. direct yeah. parody of yeah. something. Oh, wow. You know, it's like you're 20 and you're listening to like the oldie station. And you're like, wait, hey. wait, mm-hmm. what? Well, it didn't take me that long. That yeah. was one yeah, of yeah. the top songs of 1983. Oh, well, yeah, there you right. go. I was, yeah, yeah that, that was I the have the billboard 1983. Uh, okay. And okay. it's just top songs of 1983. And, and uh, it's on there. our loves in Jeopardy is one of the ones oh. on there. <laughs> and, and it's a, just that song 13 times. It's it. Now, there's a lot of great songs. Actually, Greg the Kidd. only yeah. Billboard album I have is from 1983. Yeah. It's a great collection of songs. That's cool. If you want to go see yeah. what that is. Heck yeah. Toto's see, Africa's on there. Nice. Good, um, good. Who Can It Be? No. Who Can It Be? Down Under. Down Under. Oh, yeah. Land yeah, Down Under is one. one of the songs from 1983. Really? That was 83? I was thought it was later. Yes. Okay. Uh, as well as a, a song from Flashdance. And uh, yeah. I won't go into the whole track sure. listing, but it's, it's yeah, a the great actual collection. album. Nice. I yeah. got the, the CD pack, uh, which is five years of... You know, seventy five to seventy nine. Yeah, just because it was fun and it was my birth year was in there, so so I have those. That's the only Billboard ones I have. I have none. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. They're fun. They're fun. I have no billboards. Well, it's okay. But it kind of blew my mind because in doing this podcast with you guys, uh, I, I was like, let's research this. It's a parody of the police. I hadn't heard this song probably in yeah. decades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now having known those songs yeah. and listening it to it today, yeah. it's mind-blowing. I thought you suggested that to join uh, us on this because is, you liked it so much. I loved the song. Oh, okay, you just didn't realize it was... Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. With its references to novelty items in yeah. Elvis, Elvis as a whole. Gotcha. And I was like... Going back and now, it's a completely yeah. different song to me today, right? Than it was back in 1988. It's got a whole bunch of new, right? New levels, new it. levels. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. like, and I, even at the time, I had to ask my mom's, like, "What is a Velvet Elvis?" And yeah, she it, described. I it didn't to know me. for a while either, right? Yeah. So, like, then I got to every time I see a Velvet Elvis, yeah. I'm I think of this song. Uh huh. But again, didn't know it was a style parody well, all these decades. I, I envisioned Velvet Elvis like kind of what's behind you right now, your plushies. I, I envisioned him as like a little a stuffed animal, a stuffed Velvet, stuffed Elvis is why mm-hmm. I envisioned it. A little, you know, you know, yeah, like a Muppet. Oh, right. <laughs> I envisioned it as for years and so honestly, I found out what it actually was. Honestly, the people on the forum, uh-huh. a lot of them felt the same way. Yeah. They thought it was a like doll a of some sort. Or some, yeah. they, like especially the younger folks, mm-hmm. they, they just don't understand the concept of velvet paintings right right and so like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah elvis great. and the second most popular is probably like a bunch of uh, a herd of stallions i think yeah. or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or wolves like wolves. a lot of that stuff is very popular yeah but yeah elvis was the on thing. a vel as a velvet painting elvis was the king it is it is popular yeah. and yeah. i i just love the, the 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 other novelty items he alludes right. to or how he comes across yeah. The Velvet Elvis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Drive in swap meets. <laughs> awesome. Which, oh, before we get to lyrics, though, real on. quick. Oh, yeah. uh, he does have a Velvet Elvis in the background of his headline news video. Yeah. Yeah. When nice. when when they they show the shot of the band, uh-huh. uh, there's off to the side is there's an actual Velvet nice. Elvis there. So that's that just a fun little thing. I went back and actually looked for it because I was like, Could you heard about it? I got to hear about it. Find out. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, lyrics. Let's let's talk. Lyrics for um, this. So I grew up in South Florida and in Hollywood, in the Hollywood, Florida area or Fort Lauderdale, there is uh, what's called the Swap Shop. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Which still exists today and it is a drive in movie theater area. Yeah. But it is more known for being a flea market nice. where they have a ton of retailers yeah. set up to, to sell used stuff to people. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a drive-in swap meet. Yeah, and, it, yeah, it, and it's like big business because like they'll have radio ads wow. and TV commercials. It's well-known in South Florida. Do they still play movies? Yeah. Okay. Oddly nice. enough, wow. I don't. I've never. I've. I still have yet to see a movie at the swap shop. <laughs> uh, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they've literally put the kibosh on that. I don't know. But uh, they were. They were showing movies for quite a while. Awesome. Very. So cool. that's your favorite lyric. The. No, 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 no. Oh, it's well, not. we're just talking. We're not at that point. General, You're just setting it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm just analyzing the song. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. Therefore, and, that's your favorite lyric. And we, 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 you alluded to it, but uh, a couple of the things that he does talk about, like lava lamps on mm-hmm. soap on a rope. Uh, I also really like when he mentions actual other arts. So Rembrandt's or I think Picasso, he yeah. also says. Uh, I'm not sure what the Mexican kids with the really big eyes You've are. You've never seen those? Oh, that's another famous, like, tacky, like, picture. Like, yeah, these little pictures, like, small Mexican children with gigantic eyes. Um, I actually, I tried to take a picture of one when I was um, at um, downtown or Disney Springs recently. Yeah. They had these, like, 
takes of that with Disney characters in that style. So they had Disney characters with really, really big eyes. They look that reminded me of that song. I was trying to find the right like the right character to go with that for yeah. a picture to send you, but I couldn't find the right picture. But yeah, it's, it's they a have famous tacky kind of old three picture you'd see three cabaneros versions of that painting because that would be perfect. that was something yeah. Yes. yeah 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 i was that looking cool. for yeah something else um i can't from coco i was looking for coco oh, okay okay <laughs> uh they also talk about uh dogs playing poker which yep, is another right. famous famous <laughs> with yep. quotes um, right art, piece, of, piece art. of art yeah right yeah. before they go into the synchronicity to breakdown yes oh, yeah get to that the cacophony <laughs> of noise yes <laughs> uh my favorite lyrics are uh I, I just love the way he, he says he's so fluffy fuzzy he's so fuzzy he's so fuzzy yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he's um, so great never ages never puts on weight nice I, he, I always like he looks so handsome he stands so tall so glad he's big enough to cover up that hole in the wall <laughs> <laughs> I love that line um you took uh one of mine but I've got good, another good, one good and no. it is uh there's nothing greater you can tell he's no velvet emma yes this Imitator. Velvet yeah, yeah. That's Imitator. A, that's a great one. <laughs> nice. Yep. So many good lines in this song, though. I I kind of come from a different point from both of you. Like I knew this was the Police style parody within three notes when I first listened wow. to it. I was big into the Police back my, in '88. You knew Synchronicity yes. too. Yes. And, okay. I was very much into the Police through my older brothers. They mm. loved the Police. I listened to all their stuff. I you know watched MTV religiously. I knew the video. I loved the Police, and even then, I was like starting, you know, to be want to be a drummer. I always notice drumming when I listen to music and I love the drumming of the police. So that just struck me immediately. Oh, oh, I was listening to this. I, I think I mentioned it before this album. I went to a friend's house. We listened to it together in his room and we we're just laughing. This one came on. I'm like, Oh, Oh, this is the police. This is the police. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was just so excited. <laughs> I, went, I was like, shut up, shut up. I want to listen to this one. I didn't get hardly any of the references, but I loved the song back then. It's, you know, I found myself every time I re-listened to it was just listening to those police tropes yeah. in it from those three songs that we listed yeah. at the top yeah. of the recording just now. And, and it's like, man, they really did a great job Nailed of it. not directly stealing, but it's clearly yeah. what those songs are influenced Yeah, in this is great. Yeah, Bermuda Schwartz, this is probably his best drumming he's ever done. Mm. It's Unbelievable, Stuart but also the guitar. Amazing. Yeah, it's the the oh, same yeah. reverb, the same Everything. Yeah. style on striking the chords. Yep, uh, it's, Jim nailed it. The it, whole band just nailed yeah. this song so hard. This is one of their, if not in my opinion, the best style party they've ever done. I think you're right. Yeah, it's freaking because amazing. like before this, before just recently finding out this was a star uh, style parody, I remember um, Dog Eat Dog. Yeah, and yeah. just knowing that that was a style parody because he does that one line. Yeah. From same as it ever was. Uh-huh. No, this what, is not my beautiful once in a lifetime. Yeah, me. once, once in a lifetime. Because um, like once I heard the real once in a lifetime, yeah. I was like, oh, I he got it. it from that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think later on I learned about Dare to Be Stupid and and, yeah. and got into that song as well. But uh, now just recently it's like, wow, this yet another great style parody. Yeah, I love it. It just brings out. another level to a song that you, if you don't know when you find out what it is, it brings it another level. We just did mission statement. That's another one. Like I didn't really wasn't really aware of the band, you know, Crosby, Crosby Stills, Stills and Nash, Nash yeah. very much. I knew of them, but like once I started going back and listening to them after our mission statement, it really. It, skyrocketed my appreciation for that song yeah so it's great when you get that other level of weird al's genius mm-hmm. well exactly and and that brings up an interesting point is i don't think you can fully comprehend the awesomeness of a style parody until somebody actually 
tells you mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Right. Or like not not even not even like oh this is the police, mm-hmm. but like this is a weird song, and the reason it sounds semi familiar is because he's doing that on purpose. Yeah. Right. And here's the reference. And voice. I don't yeah. I don't know how you come to that conclusion. Until somebody tells you that yeah. that's what it, what's being done, yeah. you know or I mean? you just come across the song yeah. that it's ba- or or multiple songs that. Well, but, but even on. then, Sometimes. I think it would be hard to like go. Oh, that's he's trying to condense this band into one song. Mm-hmm. Like I think I at least me I I think people need to be like, hey, all the things you're thinking are exactly right because he's doing it on purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you're like, oh, and so then you're able to find just the level and. And we talk constantly. I mean, that's sort of our, um, our, the way we know a Weird Al fan is they'll tell you their favorite songs are the style parodies. Yeah. Like they have their own favorite style parody. That's, you know, you give them a top five and three of them are style parodies. Yeah. Right. That probably means that that's, that's what it really shows that they're, they're a Weird Al deep cut fan. I think, yeah. th- I think that all you need is just the one song. So for example, Once in a Lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I knew it was Once in a Lifetime, it's like, oh, it's Talking Heads yeah. and then I can go back through the Talking yes. Heads catalog. Yes. Through that, find and more. And start, oh, oh, we got this from that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. As long as you get that one, you can right. dive deeper yourself and see what it sounds like for you. Yeah. Right. And that's the other great thing about uh, Weird Al's style parodies is he's like the gateway drug <laughs> to mm-hmm. all these other bands. Right. right. Especially if you've never heard that band before. Like Hilly Michaels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Tony O'K. Never yeah. heard of either one of them before we started doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. And then like, like, oh, that's where Happy Birthday came from. You yep. know? Yeah. I don't. And at at the age that I first heard Dare to be Stupid, I probably wouldn't have known that it was a Devo take. Yeah, had exactly. I not seen exactly. the video. And then you make the connection of uh-huh. the hats yeah. with what he's wearing in that his video versus the Devo right. hats and the other videos. Then you're like, oh, it's supposed to be. Got it. And then yeah. you start to learn more about the Devo catalog. Yeah. Right. And I'm not even entirely sure how old you have to be before. It's almost like odd, the concept of object permanence. You know, there's a there's a point in time when you learn, oh, just because the hand is behind the back doesn't mean that thing disappears. I think there's another thing where you listen to parodies. Parodies, his straight up parodies are very... You, it's easy for a kid to understand that. Uh-huh. Yes, I think like oh, he's singing funny s- lyrics Words, yeah. to this mm-hmm. song. That's a pretty straightforward thing. Yeah. a style parody is deeper. Is deeper and like bigger a thought, and and mm-hmm. you almost have to be a certain age and mm-hmm. or at least open brain wise enough. Yeah. to like even understand why that's a thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm, like, I'm loving that. I'm, I'm introducing my kids to style parodies, but like I won't tell them. I'll just put a song on and start playing a song, and they're mm. like, "Hey, this sounds like you know whatever Weird Al song." And you know, like, huh. yeah, like I put in like <gasps> no, that's awesome. I put that's in a police song a few weeks ago. I'm like, and I said to like my youngest son, like, "Does this sound like anything like you?" And he's like, "Velvet Elvis." And I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> not nice. not King of Suede. No. Okay. Well, just whatever. Well, I'm just, just an example, you know. No, 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 well. no. That's my reference yeah, to the fact. One of the, the but things, this doesn't really have a whole lot of King of Suede in it. Well, so, no, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't, and that's good because he's already done that exactly. parody. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because we like to mention all the other police stuff that he does, right? Yeah. When when we talk about stuff, so yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is by far not the only song titled Velvet Velvet Elvis or about Velvet Elvises. Right. Wow. There's a song titled Velvet Elvis by Stir, Drysale, Ralstone Balls, uh, Alex Winston, uh, Adrenaline OD. There's also one called the Black Velvet, which is the one that everybody knows. You know, Atlanta Miles. Yeah. 
And then is also that about a velvet Elvis. Yes. No, is no, it's not black velvet. It's not about a velvet Elvis. It's about Elvis. Yeah, it does say Elvis in it, but it's not about El- not about a velvet Elvis. Well, it's close. Whatever. It's close. <laughs> it's about black velvet and the little boy's smile. Okay. Right. How about this? Elvis on Velvet by the Stray Cats. Okay. okay. Sure, I'll go with that okay. one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then two more Velvet Elvises, uh, Casey Mulgrose <laughs> and Pink Lincoln. We thought Lincoln's. Al was original for talking nope. about Velvet Elvis. Nope. Well, it's the only one I knew about. Yeah, the only exactly, one that references exactly. the police. <laughs> Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Also true. Well, that's because all the other ones are referencing themselves. Yeah, you know, whatever. It's their band. <laughs> uh, so but, I know that was just that was. I had the same thing when when I looked it up, and I was just like, "Wait, what? There's why are there more? Why are there more than one song about Velvet Elvis? I mean, we kind of ran into this with King of Suede. There was that song by um, uh, the Mothers of Invention. That uh, that was about the same guy that King of Suede is kind of about. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're just like, what? Really? That's that's the Frank insane. Zappa band, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's they're saying Mother's Invention. Like what? Oh yeah. That Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa has a song basically that is about very, the same about the source same material. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's crazy. So Steve, you're the big uh, police fan here, I yes. guess. Um, you're familiar with Andy Summers' yes, work Copeland on, and yeah, and 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 he did the theme to Droids. Theme to droid. No, educate me on that one. The cartoon droids in the mid 1980s was huh. sung and performed by Andy Summers. I didn't know that. Now okay. go and listen to the theme to droids, uh-huh. and you'll swear that he's doing a Sting impersonation. <laughs> really? Yes. That's awesome. I don't recall this the show Droids. I so really don't. go to YouTube, folks. <laughs> wow. Find theme to droids and tell me it's not him just trying to sound as much like Sting <laughs> as possible. That's awesome. Yeah. Is it a Star Wars? Yes. Cartoon? Yeah, yeah. Called Droids. Yes. Okay. Wait a minute. Sure. You didn't know there was a Star Wars cartoon called Droids? I didn't. No. Did you know there was a Star Wars cartoon called Ewoks? Yeah. That I did. Okay, it was played during the same hour. It was the other half of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I watched it, but I knew it existed. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't really back into it back then. Well, now yeah. you've got something else to research. I will look into that, yeah. All right. Thank you for educating me. Not, not to mention all the new animated series about Star Wars that they have, apparently. Yeah. I just started watching one of them on Disney. Uh, um, yeah. I have not. Yeah. <laughs> It's but okay none of the so police do those no, things. No, as far as we know. No. As far as we know. No. Uh, Al has uh, interacted with Priscilla Presley. Okay. Because they were both On in the Naked, naked Gun, Gun movies. Yep. Yes. 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 Did they, were they in scenes together or in those movies? I think I don't think they were. I don't think they were, but they definitely met each other because Al's talked about her. Because somebody talked about how, um, uh, like, somebody sued somebody and she was like, hey, does Priscilla care about this or anything? And that he's like, did no, Velvet Elvis? No, no, I'm sure she's cool with it because, like, hey, we know each other, so if she had a problem with it, she would have said something about it. About nice. Velvet Elvis? About Velvet Elvis, yeah. All right. I, it, it's a little stretch. I mean, it, it's, it's not really about Al, Elvis. So, it's about no, exactly. Velvet Elvis. Exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but although, granted, some of the things he does, he's making direct references between Velvet Elvis and, and the Elvis. real Elvis. Right, yeah. puts So on there weight. are out, actually yeah, pretty... There are some not biting commentary, but there are some like okay, I can see that unflattering references that maybe I'm sure if you sat with Priscilla Presley and played it, she would, probably would have made a face yeah. <laughs> during any disparaging lines. Yeah. But yeah, she, I'm sure she liked it. But at least she it. she has a, a thick skin about. I it. I feel like she would have gone back and forth. I think she would have enjoyed some of them, and then everyone's would have been like, "Huh? Oh, wait, no, that no, I don't know about that." <laughs> the only really thing is like like puts on weight. That's it. Basically, really... or Velvet Elves imitator. Yeah, yeah, that's but, not I mean, bad. Kind of. They don't say about his, you know, downfall. They don't, right, he doesn't right. reference any of that stuff. You know, yeah, right. yeah. It's nothing bad. 
I put my velvet Elvis on my toilet. Yeah. And <laughs> covers that hole in yeah. the wall. Not a horrible actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well. uh, on the Vanity Tour, this uh, song is tied for 20th of the most played really? songs. Yeah. Yeah. We got lucky we saw it. Yeah. He uh, played it 29 times. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also tied for 20th was a lo- uh, Nature Trail to Hell, I'll Sue You, and Craigslist. All right. Just for information, we sake. did not see Nature Trail to Hell. No, we did not. No. Oh, well. Unfortunately, I've seen Craigslist live. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, he also awesome. played Blue Suede Shoes on that tour. Yeah, wait, yeah, the original Blue yep. Suede yeah, Shoes. Yeah. yeah, he does a cover every album. This every last tour, tour, every night of the tour, he did an original. Yeah, really? No, not yeah. A, I mean, a cover, a cover, a cover of somebody of, else's yeah. original. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, the only cover I know of uh, that he's done on an album is uh, George of the Jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Well, okay. I have all this 77 just... on my iPod, yeah. if you want to hear them. All 77 covers? Yes. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, it was yeah. one of those things that it was an added part of the show. Yep. His encore okay. was and half the time, song. Half the times they uh, they dealt with like something that made sense for that city or, okay. or we, was a cover yeah. of a band from that city. Yeah, we heard or, Peaches in So Georgia. maybe he was in yeah. Memphis, Atlanta. Tennessee, and he does... Blue switch. No. Yeah, I think so. Or something. Yeah, I think yeah, probably. But but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like like they're they're also themed a little bit. But right. but it was cool because it, it was, was right. an opportunity to hear him play these songs without parroting them right. and just being like cool people who yeah. play awesome yeah, songs. Yeah, they're just showing off the band's talent again. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. great. So yeah, get it if you get a chance. Go listen to some of those songs. There he did seventy seven of them. So there's a wide wow. selection to choose from. Yeah, and they're all really interesting unique takes on it you know yeah. they're not all like and they're all bootleg of recordings them. of a concert no no he released them for, oh, on, on, stitcher. On, on stitcher oh very cool yeah, stitcher premium. Recorded, you can listen yeah. To, oh, they're really good oh, yeah yeah i love it yeah yeah right. it's pretty awesome uh and that's basically the end of velvet elvis what yeah no no say it ain't so say it ain't so i don't know what else to say i mean the king is always looking down at me yes yes uh we uh we already talked about the police in our previous episode about the police yeah so we don't need to really talk about but you didn't know about the droids thing i did not know that's why you're here uh I, uh, I just could talk about the police more, but that's not okay. Right. So talk more about the police. They're great. Okay. No, like I already kind of went into it. Like like I said, the the drumming that uh, Stuart Copeland does in the police is some of the best drumming in rock. He, he what I like about it is it could be a slow song, like Walking on the Moon is like a nice mm-hmm. slow chill song, but his drumming is just at a different level. Just like the the cymbal hits, like he's just like his his tempo was like way faster than the, than the rest of the song so intricate he takes like a, they could take a very mundane slow song and make it just su- sublime it just, it's so interesting he doesn't play and, for sublime he plays for the you. police <laughs> i knew you were saying something <laughs> like that no that's what i like about the police that his drumming his cymbal work is second to none he's just absolutely brilliant he's like a classically trained professional like real like he could be like in an orchestra you know whatever um drummer he's amazing and that's what i like about this song how well bermuda nails that and like you said the rest of the band nails the the, the bass the, the guitar every everything about the police is just absolutely represented in this song amazingly and when we saw it in concert it was just mind you know blowing it was so good love this song love the police just that's all i want to say okay so we know what his ratings probably going to be. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this ratings. Uh huh. Do I need to? You know, uh, yours is a five. This you got it's, that. If I could go higher, I would. This is. I think I could say safely. This is my very favorite Weird Al song of all. Really? This is my number one. 
Yeah. Interesting. Yep. We'll have to have an episode where we do our top mm-hmm. five total. Yeah. Um, I'll give this a Alan, 10 if I can. <laughs> out of five, how many? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid four. Four. Okay. Blasphemy. Okay. Okay. Well, a four is not a bad score. It's, no, it's not. It's, it's well not. above average. It is. Um, I, you know, I know we were giving a lot of props to style parodies, but like even when I've got this album, well, actually, particularly when I got this album, it was a very early uh, Weird Al fan. I was also, uh, I think you said the same thing, Steve, that uh, Poker Party is your first album. Is that true? No. No. no okay. No. Well, Poker Party was my first album. Oh, it was the first CD then, I bought. Oh, okay. Yeah. The first one well, I got on CD was Poker Party. I certainly wasn't buying CDs in yeah. 88 or 86, yeah. but these are both cassettes for me. Uh, but yes, even worse was my second album, both of which I played the holy heck out of. Yeah. And in listening to it, I not only didn't know, I not only realized it wasn't a direct parody, I didn't know it was a style parody. So I was just like, oh, okay, that's just an original song. I personally associate Weird Al with direct parodies. Yeah. And that's what, like, when they bring him on 30 Rock, yeah. that's all everyone knows. They make up direct parodies right. yeah, yeah. for him to be on the show for. So, like, to me personally, I think direct parodies are what define Weird Al. So it not being a direct parody, I think, is why I don't give it a, a, a five or even a higher score. Myself. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, at least because he could have picked any one of those police songs and then made it a direct parody off of that. But he already did that, though. Yeah, he did. Did he do King of Suede King before this? Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's before this, but yes, it was. It must okay. have been yeah. right. Yes, it was. But even uh, so, I didn't know what King of Suede. No, was no, back it's okay. It's okay. But yes, no, no. I give it a solid okay. four. See, see, and that's actually the exact opposite of the way I feel. Right. Agreed. I think, right. I, I think uh, it's. Better. I think his songs where he isn't doing a direct parody show a lot more like yes i think he's very very skilled in the way he's able to come up with funny lyrics that go along with the song mm-hmm. half the and usually yeah. he does it to a point where he even like rhymes with words from the actual song in ways right. that are amazing he's a, and yeah, he's phrasing, the best in the world about it he's and everything best. like that yeah it's amazing yeah. but and he's amazing at being able to like copy the song but he's mm-hmm. still only copying it. I think yeah. the style parodies are that much more interesting because not only does he have to come up with fun, funny lyrics, but he also has to take an entire band's work and condense it and condense it, and then also not necessarily just directly rip it off. Mm-hmm. He has to like, for the most part, blend it together and then juice it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like mm-hmm. and make yeah, it and still make it sound and still right. make it seem like the the band. And There's I think some that, hits and some misses, but yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like yeah. he's not perfect at it, but when he does it right, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. I agree. Yeah. It shows off his talent more, but yeah. But I think it's also yeah. he he has a lot more leeway because he's not limited to the Eindabic of course, diameter yeah. of yeah, the, yeah. the original parody. True, he can pick as many or as few songs to parody. Yeah, I picked out three. When, yeah. when listening to this, yeah. he could have he could have done two, he could have done five. Right, it's up to him. Right, uh, you know, and so like he doesn't have to be limited to someone else's writing of a song. Uh-huh. So in my opinion, it's more challenging to directly parody a specific song. See, to me, it isn't though. To me, mm-hmm. to me, it's huh. that open open door of choices that is much harder than when you're like, oh, well, I know what the the rhythm of this song is. I know what the beat of this song is. All I know I how this song lyrics. is supposed to do. So all I need is the lyrics. All I need is it's the lyrics. It's just one level. Right. Yeah. This way is like, could be like seven, eight, nine, ten levels mm-hmm. is, is the style parodies. Right. The direct parody, you just got to get the lyrics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, I, I, I've i always been frozen by my, when I've had too many choices. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. I've done a lighting in my past and like when I do a little black box theater where they only give me like 12 circuits to work with and maybe like 
20 instruments. It's like, oh, well, I one has to go here and do this. One has to do this. Right. But then I go to a theater and they're like, oh, yeah, we have like 200 instruments. So and, by uh, that you logic, you need to do it. So by that logic, would you say a non-style parody is even more challenging? No, I'm going to say why no not? to that. Because, because if it's... No, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I think... I think they're, first of all, I think they're very apple and orangey in the sense that like, how, how do you start to compare the two of those things? I can. I'm sure you can. (laughs) Because Uh, an original song, you're making it out of whole cloth. uh Yeah. So that, what you're saying is, you're faced with an infinite amount of choices. Yeah. So I'm not parroting anything. Yeah. So I'm coming up with a completely new song. Right. And completely new lyrics. Whatever topic I want to come up with. Yeah. Now, is that more challenging? You could you could argue that, and I think it is technically. I think it could, be. I but think I don't I think it's as enjoyable it as a a style parody and b a direct parody. Yeah, that's oh, why, and he, I think that's why that's he doesn't what, have very many of them. That's, that's like why. Maybe four. That's what drew yeah. me to Weird Al in yeah. the first place. Of course. Is, oh, he's directly parodying "Beat It" with "Eat It." That's the bait. That exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and how he so gets now you I'm going to start listening to this guy's uh, performances. Yeah. I I agree, but we're that changes the subject a little bit. <laughs> Okay, I think that original is probably even harder. Mm-hmm. I And I agree that it's probably less enjoyable, but we were talking about sort of like the the magnificence that is Weird Al. Yes. And even though technically I might you enjoy the parody more than you do the style parody, I think the style parody shows his brilliance more than a parody does. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that makes sense. not to take away it from, does make yeah. sense yeah, yeah. but yeah. I'm, I'm just saying like going down that road no, 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 yeah, no, the non-style parody should in fact be more challenging and therefore more impressive yeah well, it, it's more impressive but like he doesn't I don't think he does them quite as well as the, the you, wait, are you, are you, I'm confused about what you're saying you're talking about just like an original song yeah, 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 yeah. one that's not when a style you say parody. non-style parody that that's kind of implies to me a, a parody yeah, no, but yeah. a non-parody and a just non-style a origi- parody because there original. are songs that he's done yeah, so that are not style clarify, parodies there's, or there's, direct parodies. Yeah, clarify. There's parody, style parody, and original. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're saying original versus style parody. Right. Gotcha. But right. see, to me, the just originals the wording was throwing my e off. <laughs> the originals aren't quite as good. Yeah. Like, and I think that's only he, and there aren't many. There like aren't said, many like of them. Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and he and he talks about how it's hard for him to do that because. Yeah. Right. Because he he, he 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 can't write a serious song because he just he always wants to make it funny. Mm. Like even if it's like funny in like a very dark humor kind of way, mm-hmm. it always is. He can't make he can't just write a actual love song. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, gotta be, be an weird. obsession or a you know like craziness or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 or you find out it's a so. dog at the end or something. You know like <laughs> Give little me some things twist like for mm-hmm. weird out. Yeah yeah yeah. So it, it's a tough tough thing. Like the one thing I say about his his actual parodies, which is better than anybody, because he he will take the least obvious take on them, which is mm-hmm. the, the he'll take the one that no one else would have thought of. Sure, but if he does take one that everyone else would have thought of, he would take it to like a different level and just like blow everyone else away. But then he's just the stuff he comes up with is just different level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, not taking anything away from his style from his actual parodies, I love them. But for me, most of my favorites are his style parody. Sure. That's just. The way right. I go. So okay. what would you give? You gave this a four? Yes. How about you? I, I don't know. I'll stab you in the eye if you don't say five. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say five. I you. might actually go to like a 3.5. What, what yeah. is wrong with you? Because I don't know this song well enough to love it. Listen to it more. I wow. I, 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 have. I honestly. All right. 
I don't know if I had heard this song until you I started know, talking about it. I know I'm kind of like on the minority of Weird Al fans who this is their very favorite. I, I know I'm not up. There's not like, oh yeah, me too. There's not thousands of Weird Al fans clamoring for Velvet Elvis. I do. It, I, it just strikes a chord with me. I and I, but I do have to say, uh-huh. I listened to it several times while doing the research for it, and then I found myself go like humming it kind yeah. of mm-hmm. later, like the next day. Okay. So, so I, I. Give me another six months of listening to this, and it might, it probably would hit at least a four, so maybe a four point five. But I have to do three point five right now. Oh, you're killing mm-hmm. me in this. I know, I know. We yeah. gotta, we gotta back this out. <laughs> Honestly, to to date, one of now, now one of my favorite aspects. My no, my favorite aspect of this song is its parody aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that back to my original argument is like. If the parody aspect of what's drawing me into Weird Al, uh-huh. then of course I'm going to prefer direct parodies yeah, yeah. to the style parodies. No, I, that, that's but like that's I an said, look, hey, don't stand so close to me. Every little yeah. thing she does is magic. Synchronicity too. Yeah, like those are clear in this song, and yeah. it does a great job of yeah. representing yeah, yeah, the yeah. song. Oh, yeah. exactly. While exactly. doing an absurd topic. Yeah, yeah. That's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think that's where some of the style parodies go wrong. Is he he puts so much creativity and interest in the in the the music part that when he does get to lyrics sometimes it's like not the greatest it's hit or miss or or the i feel like the lyrics for them sometimes are a lot more like oh i can see why he thought that was funny but for me it's just not working much so yeah. i think one of the issues with uh style parodies is that a a, a band style also inclusive of their vocals and typically yeah. weird al is just weird al singing yeah with the few exceptions yeah. like dare to be stupid where uh-huh. he clearly emulates devo's yep. vocaling yeah, yeah this is not him doing a sting impersonation i think it kind of is Do you a think little so bit. oh you know what yes yeah in stylistically yeah. but not it's not it doesn't, doesn't sound like right sting. it does i'm saying he's not he, nailing sting's voice right. but it's got the patter and it's, it's there are points when yeah. he's do, like oh yeah like, that's definitely yes. sting from specific, he, a specific he's not song. singing in his normal voice no you're he's right doing he is doing not a great impression of him but he, right he's doing one right yeah but like other songs vocally he has like you'll see like the Craig's style parody. yeah really you well. like you look at the style parody he's like Oh, really? Yeah. Because it just sounds like Weird Al's voice. Yes. But the band still sounds like the band. I also Agreed. think some of that's later Al, too. Mm-hmm. I think I think the later Al tries even harder to nail that aspect voice, yeah. than mm-hmm. early Al. Agreed. And, and this is also, I think this is right before he gets like serious vocal lessons. Mm-hmm. And so that also kind of has changed what Al can do with songs. Well, this, this is after he did, you know... Um, well, Doggy Dog, and mm-hmm. it's after um, Dare to Be Stupid, and right. um, um, Mr. Popeil, which all three he just absolutely nailed. Well, but singers. those are in his vocal range. Dog, yeah, yeah, and, and true, Doggy true. Dog is more just speak talking yeah. than anything mm-hmm. really. I mean, right? That that that's what he. So so yeah, I think I think as a musician he's, or as a singer he's gotten yeah, much better at doing is. parody voices. Yeah. Uh, and this is this is early enough in his career. Well, that he doesn't really go. That I don't know. I, I, like I'm saying, I disagree. I think even early in his, his career, he was he was getting the voices really well. Like Ricky, he he sounded like you know Ricky Ricardo. Right. So he's always been pretty good. There's a couple <laughs> there's, though. There's, there's several. A couple, there's a couple that he doesn't get it. But I think it's not fair to say he later Al nailed it and he didn't do it good early. I think he always had you know okay. a few every album. That I'm he gonna was, say I think sound. he's better now he is, than but, he was before. Yeah. Um, Somewhat. You, okay. When we listen to it. Does he do more of a sting voice 
when he sings it when he sang it last year mm. than when he did it then normally. Huh. I don't recall, honestly. If and and I don't know if he would or not. Like yeah. I don't know if it's one of those things where maybe he just goes, Oh, no, that's the way that you know, he doesn't George Lucas it. You know, he goes, <laughs> That's the way I sang it then. That's the way I'm going to sing it. I'm not going to try to one up my own parody. When we saw him in concert, honestly, I I think his voice is a little bit raspy. Or yeah. He, he most of the song he he had a gravel a growl to his voice. Well, so we I don't saw, think he it was a long he tour. Had seen a lot. Yeah. Of so tour, I don't yeah. think he was really. When we saw him, I don't think he was nailing a sting impression. Right. So I wouldn't say that. All right. Well, uh, thanks. This has been. Uh... This show, yeah, it's, uh, this has been disappointing. <laughs> this was very it. disappointing with you guys. Well, you, know? you were expecting. I thought I was really thinking we get at least two fives. Okay, well, wow. uh, let's no. let's see if we if you come back next week. Yeah, uh, if, good luck with that. Uh-huh. No, like, hey, let us know on the cl- Facebook. Clearly, page. you wouldn't have got a perfect score if I was on the Dare to Be Stupid episode. So we you got would've? a perfect score. No, no, you wait, wait, what? Despite this wall of transformers, <laughs> you did like did it Dare to Be Stupid. Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't give it a five. Ah. This guy. I, know. I give fives to direct parodies. Oh, okay. This this is this like guy. the 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 one guy. I know, right? That is like <laughs> I give fives to eat it, and I give fives to fat. Oh, I know. So not. only Michael would, Jackson parodies. Yeah. <laughs> only, I honestly don't think I give a five to either one of those. I know you did. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what, yeah. what about the, snack nerdy, all night? Are you going to give a five nerdy, to though. snack all night? I, I would have to listen to it. Okay. <laughs> white and nerdy. I definitely would do five. Yeah, yeah. I would give it five. Definitely. And you know why. Exactly. I'm looking at it. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, so yeah, you can Let find us, us on Facebook, call the a weird line. Yes. And, uh, and, and just, let us know what you think about this. Uh, yeah. Tell Charlie how wrong he is. How wrong I am. Well, yeah, tell me ahead. how wrong I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. also be or Alan. Alan, Alan, tell us. Most Alan, come on. Rip this guy. Everyone's like, Alan, what's wrong with he you? He thinks direct parody is better than... What's wrong with this guy? Is, this is Burn great. him. What a fool. I, I actually him. enjoy this because it's been a while since we had somebody <laughs> so like... I have an opinion. Yeah, yeah. How dare you have it's a different opinion? You would think mine's actually the mainstream opinion. Like again, yeah. Thirty Rock is like, oh, we are the pizza. Of course, it's weird. Out. Well, no, but but that's the thing is like like to us, that's the opinion until you've learned more, mm-hmm. and then you go, oh, yes. that's just the icing that, on the cake. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that's but what I said again, it's like the bait. That's what draws you yeah, into yeah, his yeah, yeah. albums, and you listen to him like, wait a minute, that's not even this his is, best stuff. This is mm-hmm. brilliant. What he's doing here. That's yeah. just the. The, the stuff he does to that, get you that, in. That's the singles he puts on the radio to make his money. Yeah. This is where he does the good You're stuff. Just a that's how I feel. Yeah. 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 Yes. Like direct pair. Exactly. You noob. Exactly. You? Such a casual. <laughs> okay. Well, You're not uh, one of us. We got to end Marvel this. characters because of the movies. <laughs> well, we got to end this. Uh, but you think we'll, Ben uh, Affleck's the best daredevil. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I've hit a nerve. Oh, we got to end. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.